can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hey, I'm Rudy Stankowitz. Hey, I'm Andrea Nanini. And this is the Talking Pools Podcast. Welcome to our fifth episode. This is our fifth episode, Andrea. Uh, it doesn't seem like it. It's uh, That's crazy. It's like we just started yesterday when it was really only a couple of days before yesterday. It really flew by. <laughs> so one of the things um, I just wanted to say is that we appreciate you guys who are following us, who have subscribed, who are downloading episodes every week. Hope we're doing a good job and hopefully this is another good show for you. Yeah, I want to say the same thing. I totally agree. Like this has been a really cool experience. Like, you know, me and you are doing this for fun for pretty fun, much, pretty much just for just us, for us you, know, to, you know, to do whatever. Do whatever and, and, uh, I'm really excited that people are listening and liking it. And like Rudy said, um, the best way you can help us out is to follow us, um, follow the podcast on wherever the subscribe, podcast. Subscribe, 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 follow. You know, <laughs> even if you just leave us comments on our when we post the links, that helps too. Um, oh, I did something new though. I got to throw in before I forget. Well, because, and you asked about this, because we want to hear from folks, because we want this show to be about the people that listen, and we want it to be uh, relevant to what's going on in the world. So we do want to hear from folks. We do want your opinions. And if you have topics that you'd like to hear about, we want to hear about those too. Even if you had a question for us both uh, together or a question just for Andrea, a question just for me, Rudy. Either way is fine. So I set up um, an email address. Now we are talkingpools at gmail.com. Oh, cool. So talkingpools at gmail.com. That will get your message to us. And then um, we are not opposed to sharing messages and answering questions and, and entertaining different topics that come up as part of our show. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and you know, I'm all over social media too. You can find us there and show your appreciation there. Like I said, so oh, fuck. Well, Hold on. Al, Andrea has just <laughs> fallen and she can't get up. Okay. Sorry. You think, and you think that's going to be edited out, don't you? Oh no. <laughs> that's so funny. Last week we played Mythbusters a little bit. So mm -hmm. we're going to do the same thing again today. But before we do that, I want to talk about a couple of things that are important and the chlorine situation, the parts situation, I think that's going to be an ongoing thing throughout the year. So yeah. I don't want to harp. I don't want to harp on the fact that it's happening. I do want to talk about it just briefly. And what I wanted to say was that it looks like right now the best places to get chlorine tablets, if you're still in search of chlorine tablets, go to your local pool store first. Yeah. Go to your local pool store first. Your local pool store, if they do not have the tablets in stock, they will know who does. Right. But always exactly. go with your local person first. 
keep in mind every time you hit these folks up, they're getting deliveries all the time. Don't just assume that they don't have any because they didn't have it last week. To be honest with you, nobody had it last week. So <laughs> that's that's where we're at right now. So just keep, keep trying your local pool store. But I did want to go yeah. through a couple of other things. I don't know if you know, uh, right now we're looking at across the country, there's a whole bunch of different stuff going on. It seems really spotty. And some areas are affected by some things, some areas are affected by others, but it looks like everybody's affected by something. Yeah, so today so, there was a, um, we had no acid when I went to go to, I filled up all my chlorine. I had, I filled up 18 jugs worth of chlorine. I was totally fine on that. And then I went to go and get my muriatic acid and they did not have any. I had to get sulfuric acid, um, which I, hear, I don't I prefer. I've been hearing that a bit too, that people are having, I had somebody ask me for alternatives uh, earlier to acid, the same reasons that their distribution center did not have any muriatic acid in stock. And at this point in time, you know, we have to do what we have to do to maintain swimming pools. So we do have to entertain other options such as right. sulfuric acid or sodium bisulfate is another one to turn to. But just going through the gamut, uh, looking at Texas, we have Lindsay in Texas is telling me that they are out of pen hair, uh, variable speed pumps, and oh, wow. cartridge filters. Cartridge filters are on back order. It looks like they're not having any problems getting any type of chlorine in Lindsay's area. Hmm. We have Mark is wanting homeowners and contractors who understand lead times. Nice job, Mark. Jamie in Scottsdale, Arizona says that they currently cannot find tablets. I think that's pretty much going to be the same for almost everybody. Will in Ponte Vedra Beach says he has no problems getting anything. And Tom in Chicago, hold on a second there. Tom in Chicago says anything, everything, uh, equipment wise in his area, and I guess they're uh, Pentair customers in that area, oh. are back ordered. Uh, chlorine tablets unavailable. Sometimes they're having trouble getting muriatic acid and liquid chlorine. So just the fact that the it looks like the ripple effect we spoke about, you and I, mm -hmm. yeah. where it was going to bleed over into other types of chlorination has already begun. I did also get word from a person uh, that we both deal with who uh, deals with liquid chlorine, he let me know that there were some issues with some caustic soda plants. And of course they use caustic soda to manufacture liquid chlorine. Okay. So that's going to cause further issues going forward as far as the supply of those items. Eric in Tampa says he can't get muriatic acid. We have Jerry in mid-Michigan who is unable to get filters, variable speed pumps, heaters, dolphin robots, oh. and the willpower. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to read that, Jeremy, but um, <laughs> so... You'll have to send me what it says later. <laughs> we, this is true. This is true. Cape Coral, Dave down in Cape Coral says that there are inventory issues at one of the local stores. I'm not going to say the name, Dave. We don't throw anybody under a bus. And if you work there, we're still not throwing them under the bus. Acid and liquid chlorine is running out extremely quickly. Uh, he's concerned about Cal Hypo. We can talk you through that. He says he's never used Cal Hypo before, so he wants a little direction there. So we can help him out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mark. Mark, you know Mark. He's yeah. in Spring Hill, Tennessee now. So oh, he's moved over. Cool, cool. He is in the center of the country and he's having trouble finding pumps, filters, heaters, and liquid chlorine. Can't find liquid chlorine. Huh. Long Island, New York. We got Christopher there in Long Island. He cannot get heat pumps. 
above ground liners, lots of parts and faceplates. So that's primarily an above uh, above ground, not above ground market. Sorry about that. Uh, it's it's primarily a vinyl market, Christopher. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Allen cannot get rainbow chlorinator. Well, I guess they're not rainbow chlorinators anymore, are they? Well, I just dated myself there. So he cannot get <laughs> pentare. Stop it. He can't get pentare, chlorinators. <laughs> pentare chlorinators. Uh Dakota in Washington state says the entire state of Washington. That's that one up there in the left-hand corner. The furthest you can go before you're in Canada, uh, the entire state of Washington has run out of liquid chlorine. Oh, wow. So that's not good. No. Uh, we're looking at Northeast Pennsylvania. Basically, whole goods are slow coming. It doesn't say that they can't get them, but you are going to have to be patient. Houston, Texas is hot as hell, according to Jeff, <laughs> and he can't get much equipment there, but the chems are good. He's doing all right on chemicals. Texas seems to be doing a little bit better on uh, liquid chlorine, calhypo, and muriatic acid than some of the other areas I've noticed. Wichita, Kansas, out of acid and out of borates. They are out of borates. We knew that was coming. Um, Avery refers to this as a shit show. That is right on. Uh, <laughs> Sacramento, it's 100 degree plus and chlorine is scarce. All types of chlorine and they cannot get salt cells. Oh. Mary Lou says Southern California has no Pantera pumps of any type. Darlene in Pittsburgh stocked up prior to December 31st and she says she's sitting pretty in Pittsburgh. Kelly in Aiken, South Carolina says they can pretty much still get everything. Their supplier has been um, doing a good job helping them stay stocked. Justin in Jacksonville, Florida is now buying from big box DIY to get muriatic acid because oh, he can't wow. find it anywhere else. So we know he's paying a premium price over there. Justin, we feel for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, the pool doctor over... <laughs> Way, way to throw you some advertising. <laughs> Knoxville says everything's wonderful and great, but nobody has any 90 degree sweep elbows. Scott in Boise, Idaho says he can't get plaster. Mike in the southern tip of Texas cannot get liquid chlorine deposits. Ryan, or there we go, Ryan, you know Ryan out in Arizona. He says yes. he doesn't have a problem with anything and he's just really enjoying life. Um, and to the fullest, uh, but Good to he hear Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> he can't find tablets. Uh, Jeremiah cannot get whisper flow pumps or spin touch discs. Okay, I hadn't heard those come up. Alan says there's no buckets to put any product in. Jeremy requests everyone to please send Alan a bucket. Adam. <laughs> In middle, <laughs> sorry, that was funny. <laughs> Adam in Middle Tennessee says he can't get tabs or above ground liners. Tal says that there are zero tabs at, at the distributors. Jules in California, you know Jules, hey, Jules, says tablets, tablets, dichlor, variable speed pumps, and heaters. They're about as seen as often as Bigfoot. Oh Jerry's in Northern California. We know Jerry also yeah. tabs says the tabs are being rationed at all distributors. Oh, so if wow. they're there, you can only get a little bit at a time. Acid and liquid, sometimes spotty. So sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Sounds like uh, a scavenger hunt <laughs> is going on out that way. Um, or some Pantera pumps. And uh, Jerry's, saying, Jerry's saying that it's not uh, production issues, but labor issues at the manufacturing facilities. That's Regardless, what I was told. Sorry, that's what I was told about the acid when I asked. They said they couldn't get drivers to, to drive the trucks. 
regardless of what the issue is, we can't find the product or we can't find somebody to put it in a bucket. We can't find a bucket to put it in. We can't find a truck to drive it to you. These all are uh, shortages in one way or another. Thanks, yeah. Jerry, for letting us know. I did not know about the labor issues as if we needed one more thing to throw into the mix. So Frank in Texas, I think he's up in Dallas area, says booster pumps are a big problem. And then uh, Ken's- Hey, uh, buddy. Liquid chlorine is, is what he's looking at. And then Donnie also sitting pretty. His warehouse has plenty of bleach, so says Donnie. So so that's where we're at with that. So that, that's pretty much the state of the industry and where things are at right now. Mm -hmm. Like I said, always check with your local pool store first. If they don't have it, they'll know who does. And then they can send you in the right direction. So what do you think about all that, Andrea? Um, well, I, that stressed me out, honestly, that list <laughs> of everything it's, it's, that's, you can't, that's missing or shortages or whatever. I mean, I was, you know, I heard about the chlorine shortage, the impending doom that was coming and that I never really saw a chlorine shortage, but now the acid and I was talking to you about the pumps, it's just a mess. Well, somebody, I think called it pool Mageddon. Ooh, that's a good one. In those initial interviews, when we announced that there was a chlorine shortage, we did say that we suspected that there'd be a ripple effect. And, you know, that was always met, that was met with backlash, like a lot of the things you and I happen to say are. <laughs> and people said, well, wait a minute, that's not, you know, the real chlorine shortage. There's not really a chlorine shortage, but unfortunately it's starting to look like I said, it has progressed into all the different areas. So yeah. uh, scary stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, because then so I I'm see people are, you know, um, waiting, waiting on things. You know, people are still having um, issues with finding parts to replace all their broken stuff, you know, from the Texas snowpocalypse or whatever they called it. Yeah, but tell me something, because there's okay. something about this that doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Okay. How unprepared do we have to be as a whole that Texas just consumed everything there was. Well, I don't think it was Texas's fault um, solely. I don't think it was solely <laughs> on them. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Don't, Andrea, <laughs> Andrea, don't mess with Texas. I've heard that. We had a, um, a huge uh, like surge in pool buildings and in pool sales and all that stuff just during you know the COVID pandemic because people were home. Oh, well, what did Avery call it? A shit show? That would be it. So Avery, Avery uh, comes up with the winning description for everything that's going on right now. It is a total and complete shit show. Nice. Thank you, Avery. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that we're yeah, there, we go. I was thinking if we could go with either. Now that shit show came up, we can go with hashtag shit show. I like or it. the other one I had in mind was um, where's the bleach. I get remember it. the old I, the old Wendy's commercials? Where's the beef? So I was a little like that. I think I was a little young when the actual commercial came out, but I do. I was around for the whole you know hype about it. So, so I want to play a game. So I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. And you're going to tell me if it's a myth or if it's reality. Okay. Hold on a second, there. I lost you. There we go. So I can see you. All right. So this is going to be fun. Are you excited? I am super excited. All right. So, and if you get it correct, you have to explain why it's correct. Oh boy. Okay. I was hoping you were going to okay. say I get a prize. No. Well, that's your prize. You get to speak <laughs> to the people and tell them why you are correct. Okay. So first question. Okay. 
a saltwater pool is chlorine free. That is a myth. That is a myth. Explain. Well, your salt system generates chlorine. We talked about this in a, another episode. So if you want to go back and listen to that whole, I think I called it mumbo jumbo. Uh, I go, <laughs> I explain it a little further in detail, but yes, chlorine, I mean, salt makes chlorine. So you put salt okay. in your pool, you have a chlorine rating and it's okay to put chlorine in salt pools. You will not lose your eyes or anything weird. Lose your eyes. Yeah, they won't yes, pop out. Because the other myth was, is that if you poured chlorine into a salt pool, a small dwarf would hop out <laughs> of the water and stab you in the eyes with a pencil. I'm going to get you with my pencil. Yes, that is for sure. That's one of the things that we is that true? tell our children at night. That's what happens. You put the salt in the pool, salt dissociates into sodium and chloride. When the chloride passes through the salt cell, electrolysis occurs and the chloride becomes Cl2, which is chlorine gas. And chlorine gas in salt water is basically just liquid, liquid chlorine. chlorine. Yeah. Right, so it's pretty much the same process there. Good job, one point for Andrea. Yay. <laughs> Ooh, there's an audience. All right, <laughs> All right next question. Oh boy. If your cyanuric acid level is too high, you will experience chlorine lock. Ooh, you're setting me up for a bunch of hate comments. This is a myth. And it's a myth because... <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so why is it a myth? Explain what happens. Um, so it is a myth. I got to stop saying um so much. It's a myth because... <laughs> I take those out. Don't worry, you're fine. Oh, good. All right. So, um, no. So it's a myth. It is, though. Did you know that they say that people who do that when they're talking, that that is a trait of serial killers and sociopaths? Oh, lovely. I should lay off the true crime. <laughs> I should lay off the true crime podcast because I might learn, learn something. Uh, that was a joke. Anyway, so the chlorine lock is a myth because, I mean, you can actually balance things out and keep a chlorine level even with high cyanuric acid. It's just not a safe chlorine level. There okay. are different psychotic dwarfs for every myth. <laughs> <laughs> the pool dwarfs. Yeah. All right, so you can add muriatic acid to lower your total alkalinity without affecting your pH. I believe that to be a myth. Can you explain it? I think so. Um, sodium, wait, sorry, what was the question again? Sorry. The question was, <laughs> can you add muriatic acid to a pool and lower the total alkalinity without affecting the pH? No, because the acid lowers the pH. Thank you for the detailed answer. <laughs> so when we add muriatic acid to water, it dissociates into hydrogen and chloride. pH is the measurement of hydrogen activity in the body of water measured in the converse. So being that every time we add muriatic acid to the water, it's dissociating into hydrogen and chloride. So every time we add muriatic acid, we're adding hydrogen, no matter how we add it, we're adding hydrogen. How could you possibly add more hydrogen without affecting the hydrogen activity level? 
Turbulence? So it's not the amount of hydrogen, it's the activity. Tur I'm sorry. Turbulence. Oh, no. <laughs> Aer aeration? No. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't, it can't oh. be done. You cannot. So what the myth was is that if you pour muriatic acid slowly into one spot, they call it an acid slug, or sometimes they call it acid columns. But if you pour it slowly into one spot, that you would lower the total alkalinity drastically and only have a slight effect on your pH. Then the opposite if you broadcast your dose of muriatic acid across the surface of the pool, you would lower your pH, but only have a slight effect on your total alkalinity. That so that is also a myth. Make, that is correct. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know, maybe I'm just not thinking about it the right way. Or... You can use a bounce dryer sheet <laughs> to soften this. your water, to soften your water. We're stopping this. <laughs> We're done with the bounce dryer sheets. Yeah, no more okay. drafts. <laughs> so, uh, if you take your impeller out of your pump and replace it with one just a single size smaller, you can achieve a savings in electricity similar to that of a variable speed pump. I don't know the answer to this. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to pass and come back later. You, there is no pass and come back later. It is either true or false. All right, so I'm gonna guess, and I'm gonna guess that it's true. Yeah! That is absolutely correct. It's not gonna be exactly the same. It's not gonna be as much as a variable speed pump will save, but due to the laws of affinity, there will be a savings in the amount of power it takes to turn that smaller impeller thing that it won't make up for is the amount of energy that's lost due to temperature, due to heat loss. The old style motors that we're used to, the squirrel cage motors, because if you take the front end bell off, which is actually the one in the back, right. if you take the front end bell off of the back <laughs> and you look inside, you see all those copper windings. That was an accident there. But you see all those copper windings. Those copper windings in there are wound up so that it looks like a hamster wheel. Okay. So we call it a squirrel cage. I don't know why we don't call it a hamster wheel, but yeah. we don't. It's called the squirrel cage. So that style motor actually loses 12% of its energy just through heat loss alone. Oh. You know, because if you've ever been near one when it's operating and you touch it, those get really hot. Yes, I burned myself on a couple. And that's energy that that pump is losing. However, a variable speed pump while it's running, those are still kind of cool to the touch, right? right? Well, yeah. at least whatever the temperature of the day is. That's because those motors are a permanent magnet motor and permanent magnet motors do not lose that energy due to heat loss. So even if you didn't adjust the speed of a variable speed pump, you're still going to save 12% right off the bat because you're not losing that energy due to temperature. Then now as we start to adjust the speed, we adjust, we cut that in half, we, our flow is cut in half, but it doesn't, it's much, much more than half that you save as far as the power that it takes to run that pump. I'm telling you again, that's the, as you got correct, it's the same thing when you drop size an impeller, you will save a huge amount of electricity, not as much as a variable speed because we still have that heat loss thing that we're dealing with, but you'll still save a good amount. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ivory bar soap is a better lubricant for your chlorinator O-ring than Teflon or silicone-based lubricants. Uh, I know this is true, but I cannot explain why because I can't remember. 
<laughs> we don't care why. It's ivory bar soap, and it's a very expensive O-ring, so just put it on, Ooh, okay. and it'll last longer. That's all right. Okay. Noted. Is that just for I the chlorinators? That's, that's uh, just for the chlorinators. Okay. So last one, last and final question. Okay. There's a viral video going around. I know we have plenty of these, but this one features a couple of people with a green pool and a bottle of Tito's vodka. Yes, I've so seen it. So by pouring the vodka, you have seen it, right? Yes. It's made its way around quite a bit. And folks ask, is that true or is it not true? So now I'm going to ask you the same thing. Is that true? Can vodka eliminate algae? Or is that false? Vodka cannot eliminate algae. Uh, that is a trick question. Yes, so, okay. it's true. It can. It is. Well, so you're saying that it's true. Yes. All right, but now you're going to have to explain this one before people think we've lost our minds. Can it happen like it does in the video? Oh, though? my goodness. Um, I'm not going to be gonna able go... to explain it very well, but I'll do my best. Um, no, but, but we're going to say, but let's first, um, before people start to switch the channel, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it cannot happen like it does in the video. We don't believe that video is, is realistic. We think that's a little far-fetched. Well, although... we already know because I, like I said, I saw the video and I went and scrolled through and watched a couple of other that that uh, users' videos. Um, I happen to know for a fact that vodka cannot remove leaves from a pool. So that <laughs> there's that. But somebody, but there's, but somebody drinking vodka can. Uh, well, no, actually, <laughs> it's hard. I've tried it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So speaking <laughs> Not from at experience. Work. Oh my God. When people ask me to do shit at parties. <laughs> okay. So entertaining as she is, Andrea in drunken. So you get drunk in clean pools. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. I If there's a, if I'm drinking and there's a pool in front of me, it's not like I'm going to, you know, drink and go to work. That would be disgusting. But sometimes people ask you to clean their pool while you're drunk? Uh, no, I like to show off and do stuff to pools. All right, so that's a whole uh... other show. So let's talk about this vodka thing. Okay. So when you add vodka, vodka is mega amounts of pure carbon in vodka, right? Nitrogen-fixing bacteria can take atmospheric nitrogen and convert it into ammonia with the help of ammoniafying bacteria or with a hydrogen ion from water alone. From there, it goes to ammonium, which algae can actually use. Some of the ammonium goes directly to the algae. Some of the ammonium actually gets altered by nitrifying bacteria and becomes nitrate. This is where the vodka comes in. There's also denitrifying bacteria that takes the nitrate and converts it back into atmospheric nitrogen. And it makes it leave the body of water before it can get to the algae, although the algae is still getting some of it as well. So you're starting so the algae, the, essentially? Yes, exactly. We're, we're causing a baby boom of denitrifying bacteria by adding the vodka. We're adding a ton of carbon, which then causes the bacteria to get all buck nutty and multiply like crazy. And then it uses up the nitrates so the algae can't get as much of it. And then there's no nitrate for the algae. So the algae is losing a food source and then the algae suffers and dies. Aww. That's said no pool person <laughs> ever. So that is the process that that undergoes uh, in the in the whole nitrogen process there, which I know you were going to say. But, yes, you took the words so. right out of my mouth. I was going to say exactly all of that. Thank you. So those are those are a bunch of of 
of pool myths that we just went through. So, oops, we were talking about TikTok myths. Um, so I just wanted to show, I just wanted to share this with you real quick. Do you like garlic? Are you a fan of garlic? I am. Okay. So this viral thing going around, see this little jar? You get pickled garlic, not garlic and oil. So you got to go to the pickle section. Pickled garlic, sriracha, Asian chili powder. So not like the chili powder that you use for taco recipes. You have to go to like an Asian market to get it. Thyme. Because their chili is different. Yes. So thyme. Okay. So sriracha, thyme. chili powder, thyme. So what you do is you take the pickled garlic, you drain out like this is a small jar, so I drained it to like here. You drain out the liquid, but you leave some. You put in the what I just said, sriracha chili powder. What? Shake it up. Oh my God, it is so good. I have put it on pizza. I have put it on burgers. I put it on tacos. Can I ask you a question? Yes. How is that a myth? It's not a myth. It's a just, we were talking about viral <laughs> TikToks. <laughs> but here. All right. And that is our show for this week. I am Rudy. And I'm Andrea Nanini. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is really exciting for me. just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 